the logical the logical basketball fan in me wants to say, yeah, it's gonna go to seven. But I've been saying this and I've been carrying this mantra the whole fucking playoffs. It's heating fucking five, goddammit. Ray Lewis possibly killed people. Okay? Oh, shit. I, look, I, look, I yep. say possibly because I can't say for certain. Ray Lewis killed two people, allegedly. <laughs> Would you ever consider playing him at the, at the, at the three? I think that he kind of played positionless basketball. When somebody is able to take the fundamentals of basketball and just implement them Elevate as they them are and, and, and excel with those, I don't see how you can complain about his game. I don't understand. I want, I want to pose to you a question, though, because I saw this. Somebody tweeted this, mm-hmm. and since I saw it, I have been, I've just been thinking about it, about what I would do in this situation. Uh, the tweet is this guy essentially said is talking about being in a grocery park, a grocery store parking lot, and he's starting to back out and the person waiting for him to back out to get the space honks at him to hurry up. So the guy decides, all right, well, we are not moving. I'm parking again. Mm-hmm. And it's that game of we'll both be here till the end of time, but you shouldn't have done that now. Mm-hmm. Reading the replies, people had a lot of different th- feelings about how to do this. Uh, some people were saying that it's very petty. Some people were saying, hey, you know, just just deal with it and move on. And then the other, a lot of other people were saying, well, you can't reward that kind of impatience and rudeness. And I'm like, all of this is hitting me everywhere because I agree with everybody in this sense. But I, but I know what I've done. <laughs> See, I'm very impatient. So am I. But at the same time, like, I don't, I'm very don't particular that, do about, I don't, if somebody was to blow at me to back out of a spot, I'm leaving. Because, because for me, okay. I don't like, I don't like sitting in parking lots like that anyway. No, I get it. I get it. And that's, that's also, I, I feel like too. that could escalate into something more. And I don't, you know, you don't know if somebody got a gun in their car, somebody's ready to fight, blah, 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 oh, blah. Oh, it would a thousand percent escalate. I'm just saying that in, in my knowing myself, it absolutely would if it got to, got to a certain <laughs> point. But that's why I agree with you. We drive off, we leave. It sucks though. The feeling sucks because it's like that person won. And if there's anything <laughs> that I hate more than anything in the world, is feeling like I lost to some stupid asshole. I understand but, that. But you know what? At the end of the day, be the bigger person, right? I know. Yeah, for me, it's not even about being the bigger person. For me, it's just it's not wasting state. my time road ra- 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 raging because somebody blew at me. Exactly. Exactly. I'll probably cuss in my car or whatever, but. <laughs> oh, I know I'm going to cuss in my car. I've seen, I, did, <laughs> I, I know what I did just today. I know the things that I said in that car. And I don't think anyone should. Okay, I didn't say anything that bad, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, it, I'm about to say, yeah. what, what did you say? Your car that was that bad. Well, I didn't say anything that bad beyond the, mm-hmm. the, the basic words that I go to. I call people bitch a lot. I call people bitch for anything. Oh, well, I feel just... like all, all cuss words that I, I use all equal the same. At the end of the day, Daryl, they, they all mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. They all just, they're different ways of calling someone stupid. 
Uh, I oh, mean, yeah. that's 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 at the end of the day, that's what it is. Like, if I call you a fucker, it's it's just a harsher way of saying you're fucking stupid. Like, th- that's the only yeah, that's the only way that I can uh, equate it. Yeah, for me, I think the the cuss word that I use is is, is it represents the level of pissed off I am. Oh yes, that too. Oh, I was Darryl, say some no, things that, that I probably shouldn't say on the podcast. No. So I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah, yeah so, right, so yeah, am I because so am I. Mm-hmm. We'll have this discussion off uh, off air. <laughs> this these are but these, speaking of discussions and interesting discussions, this is the place to find those. This is the Beards and Balls podcast. We've already mm-hmm. wasted, not wasted. I think this was a spirited little uh, discussion that mm-hmm. we, we had to start things. It, it's I'm ready uh, to talk about the playoffs. I know mm-hmm. you are dying because you. Mm-hmm. So, so how do we want to approach these playoffs? Do we want to just go straight into your series or do we want to? Man, I'm not even going to waste. Series. I don't even want to waste any time. So let's go ahead and dive straight into the heat. And All right, let's go. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Okay. So let me, let me ask you this mm-hmm. is it going seven because i can't figure out exactly which team we're gonna get each night and it's and and it feels like that's just been a pat that that's been a pattern throughout the playoffs the except logic. with this other series with the warriors and the mavs where the warriors just they're deep man they are deep <laughs> they are they, they're just throwing bodies at luca the logical um the logical the logical basketball fan in me wants to say, yeah, it's gonna go to seven. Mm-hmm. But I've been saying this and I've been carrying this mantra the whole fucking playoffs is heating fucking five, goddammit. And that's just what I'm gonna go with. Cause at this so, point I'm too far deep in. Well, what if the heat win tomorrow what if the heat lose tomorrow? Well, then it's heat and six. Hey, bro. Hey, look, the goalposts move when they need to, man. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hey, I get it. I'm a Cowboys fan. (laughs) I get it. Are you kidding me? You know how many times I've moved the chains in this in this sense? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Um, Dallas doesn't really give you much to work with here. No, they Um, don't, Daryl. I have December. Are you kidding? Oh, that, and that's usually when I just I, I pick the chains up off and I, I put them away and I say, you know what, let's let's find another team to hope wins the Super Bowl. We're not even talking. There's nothing to talk about with the NFL, at least off the top of my head. That's really interesting. Right? Dan Snyder might be losing that team, but other than that. Okay, no. Dan Snyder might be losing that team has been the thing to say that, that everyone has said for a few years now, but. This is a, to this vote? is the I was going to say this is the closest that it's ever come. Yeah, which is I don't think why it's, it's fascinating. No, no, it's boys club. Are you kidding? See, but the only thing is, I feel like this has been discussed before. The fact that they're bringing it to a vote is very interesting I, to me. I part of me wonders, and I know we're going to get back to the playoffs. I know we're we're, we're tangenting here, but this is a re- <laughs> this it it is interesting when the owners because the owners are are, are they're like aristocrats. Okay. Well, they have every right to be secretive about this for them to for them to, for this to have gotten out. And I'm guessing this is something that they've publicly discussed or whatever. Somebody's been asked the question. Well, had, I mean, got out. Now they have but, to. Um, the fact that it's been, it's been publicly talked about means that. Um, I just saw a headline that just threw me off. Either way, the, uh, get to that. I, I want to know the headline after, but yeah, continue. It was about Michael Vick. Oh. But um, 
Yeah, with the owners. So, so okay, I'll say I'll tell <laughs> oh, you what no, I think man. it could be. I, I think I'll I'll tell you what I, it. This could all be one of those things where it gets out because it's leaked out, so that the owners can kind of put pressure on Dan Snyder to get your shit together. Mm. I don't because, like you said, I don't think the owners would do it because I don't think the owners. I think the owners know that Dan Snyder is very much the man, the kind of guy. He's a fucking snitch, Daryl, and you know he is. Oh, no fucking doubt. You know that that fucking little rat <laughs> is a snitch, okay? And that's what it is with the owners, okay? They are all, they are they are Robert De Niro in mm-hmm. Goodfellas who decides that you got to off everybody because they're going to, they're going to ruin it for you. Right. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. It's the flip side to that. And that he's, he is the guy, the single guy who's going to ruin it. He's going to be the, the ruiner. That's what he's going to mm-hmm. do. And they don't want that because he knows things about them all. They all know things about each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're super, I don't know, man. It, Oh, you know they're into some dirty shit, man. You think, first of all, do you think that Dan Snyder is the only one that was using cheerleaders to to Uh, sell season tickets? I know we know Jerry is is very much that that kind of guy. He's from Texas and he's got oil money and he's from Arkansas. Hell, look at Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay, okay, (laughs) Jim Irsay is. But, but and then well wait wait and then there is the one who literally got caught with his head in a sticky situation in Florida. Mr. Patriots owner, who's oh, well. Robert Kraft, you know, yeah. who, mm-hmm. who the sad part is that dude walked away with a slap on a wrist while a bunch of, you know, poor women who were not um, here of their own volition of their own free will were treated horribly after and sent back to wh- wherever they were, you know, meanwhile, this yeah. really rich dude just gets, this is the kind of shit, Daryl, this is the kind of shit. I, mean, I want to know Deshaun which Watson, one of them. Bro. I want to know. Uh, there you go. Oh, because they they relate. They understand that kind of behavior. That's what they do. I mean, think about it. Deshaun Watson. The and the story. I know one of the uh, report came out that in the. I think it was one of the cases that weren't admissible mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> during the criminal trial that. He that one of the women cried. He admitted to it that one of the women cried after the session, and he apologized uh, for them crying. And my whole thing is like, you can't tell me that you didn't do anything wrong you if you're say, apologizing for something. Exactly. Be, that exactly because the fact that he apologizes <laughs> tells you that he understands what he mm-hmm. did. That he exactly. ag- not he acknowledged it in that case and and the shitty thing is is like you said that that wasn't admissible was it nope it was something about the i think a couple of them ended up backing out of the criminal case yeah because i think they knew it was either there was no heart it was no concrete evidence that they had been in contact with each other it was something like that or that any sexual transactions made Mm -hmm. yeah so they couldn't prove anything I mean, and that's unfortunate, you know, but that whole, the whole Deshaun Watson situation, you know, here's the thing. I, you know, I don't like Baker Mayfield, but you know what? Mm-hmm. You know what Baker Mayfield hasn't fucking done? He hasn't done any of the shit that Deshaun Watson is accused of doing. 
Okay, I, I may talk shit about the way the guy plays, and yeah, I love watching one of the you know uh, 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 I don't even know what to describe what word I would like to describe Baker Mayfield as, but that guy, you know that guy. He's a fucking frat boy. That's what it is. Ugh. Okay, that he, guy. He's he's a rich frat boy. Is he rich? well endowed? I don't, I don't know. I don't know about his. Uh, I don't know his background in that sense. That's how come I never throw that out there. It's not like oh, with he- Johnny Manziel where I know. He, I don't know if he was rich, but he gives off that he gives off that attitude of the of the fake underdog. You know what I mean? Like I get exactly what you. Yeah. Mean. Oh, do I get what you mean? I live in Texas. And look, and I and I get it with Deshaun Watson. I, you know, look, I don't get what he did. Okay, uh, that's, that's no, not, no, you you get the you get the I get the why the field reasons yes. that, that Cleveland is do did what they did. Deshaun Watson is a very enjoyable player to watch. He is mm-hmm. one of the he is a top five quarterback in the NFL. That, is it fair? Well, but but okay, so I have to, he, so but, I have to point this out because there mm-hmm. are how, I I have a problem with him being called a top five quarterback now, right now as, as of right now as as I can, it see, I can see that. Because, because he hasn't played in a year. He hasn't played in a year. That, I mean, I mm-hmm. and and there's always going to be people who go on about, oh, well, that you know, he's a pro. It's no, it it matters. It matters mm-hmm. because and that on top of that, you know, the, mentally the amount of stress that the man has had to have been under. You mm-hmm. well, you would assume that. You, oh well, I mean, you know, yeah, because this man could have went to prison. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. It is obvious that he did it, and I think he has a legitimate fucking problem. It is dis- by the way that two video, fucking people. The video of 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 the deposition, the questioning, all of that is it's it is a rough. It, it's rough. The the questions that he answers and he has to answer yeah. truthfully. And and it and when you hear him, I know that this is this is a, a not the NBA playoffs, but <laughs> but it, it's it's. I mean, we can do this every fucking time. I know we can't, we can't, because it's just I can't wrap my head. Around. I don't understand that kind of behavior. It's it's for him. It's a, and I was talking to my How friend about this two nights ago. Like Deshaun Watson could consensually have sex with anybody, with anybody. he wants to, and even if he can argue that the 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 massage parlor thing was because was most of the time consensual, which and even mm-hmm. the two times or three times that it wasn't is a problem. That's still illegal. But, but, but here's the thing, though. And here's the thing. How much, how how consensual can something be? Of it? How much did he have but to see, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm problem. saying. How, how much did he but have an egg until he got what he wanted? Even if he can prove consent. Let, let's just say yeah. Yeah. he can prove consent in, in majority of cases because there's obviously a couple, if the women were crying, that was not consensual. Um, woman was crying because he just didn't start crying out of nowhere. That's not how that fucking works. Um, the fact that you were doing something that is illegal, mm-hmm. um, 20 times like that, and then to act to act as if you have no problem when you did that, and if you're even claiming that that's consensual, and to claim you don't have a problem is an issue because mm-hmm. he's gonna do it again. This this is not something that's just well, that's the thing by the wayside, NFL, Daryl. This is the NFL, and you know that what is more than anything else. What does the NFL do? Is guilt there? What are they guilty of? Mm-hmm. Enabling, enabling, yep. and turning blind eyes to everything. Ray Lewis possibly killed people. <laughs> okay. Oh shit! Look, I, look, I yep. say possibly because I can't say for certain. But 
Ray Lewis killed two people, allegedly. <laughs> okay? Wait, did I say, did I add another person to that, Daryl? Uh, no, you didn't. It's just... I didn't. He, he, killed, he, he possibly, maybe... Mm. I just want to know where that suit is, but whatever. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm about to say, man, it's crazy. And they were all in the same limo and the blood was found in the limo and you were the but, only but, one that didn't but, touch but, him. But I don't... you get what I'm saying. The NFL mm-hmm. did what the NFL does. Look at, look, yep. the only reason, the only reason anything came of the Ray Rice stuff was because there was a video. Bro, look at the, look you at know the that's Jim the Brown reason. shit. The amount you of know. times yeah. He got caught doing the shit he did, and they still treat that man like he's some fucking well, civil rights fucking hero. Nobody talks about the things that he did. It, it, it's not common knowledge. It's crazy it, to me. Th- that's this dude the thing. pushed a woman off the belt, and he didn't do any time for it. That's the crazy thing. How do you push some actively push someone off of a balcony? Well, ask Jimmy Snooker. Well, he just people just lied and covered up for him the whole fucking time. But, but you With, get what I mean, though. Yeah, that that's that there there it is. There, you literally just answered the the reason that all of this is enabled, that all of this happens, is because it. Well, okay, so so let's just turn it to that podcast that I listen to, Crime and Sports. They have a term mm-hmm. for this. It is called a silver middle aged hair, uh, silver haired middle aged white man. They exist in yep. all sports, regardless of color. By the way, they're all yep. silver haired middle aged white men. Mm-hmm. That enable these athletes to continue to do the things that they're doing. I remember I watched the dark side of uh, dark side of the ring episode on Jimmy Snuka, and just hearing the way they were talking about this man, and like this man was a legitimate threat to society with the way mm-hmm. he acted and the way he interacted with psych- people. He, he was totally off his rocker, and, and the fact that oh he wrestled good, he can beat people and kill people and get away with it. And then you finally want to persecute the man when he was on his deathbed. At that point, it didn't even fucking matter. You should have even brought the fucking court. That's why it happens. The man couldn't even fucking talk for himself at that point. Yeah, yeah. and and it's just weird doing anything when he when he when you could have done something way earlier, right when it happened, could have. But you didn't. And, and I, I find it ironic but that they they just treat to me, which I know it was not to me his fault that her father killed somebody. No, trust me, no, you're, I'm not it, blaming no, I her. But the way they like, oh, it's Tamina Snucker, and they always gotta push in that that their last name well, in there. It's after that everything that's happened. It's like if if no, I'm not gonna say it. Anyways, let's, let's no. I was up. thinking the same thing. I was gonna, but bring, also, well, no, yeah, I was gonna no. bring up. I was gonna bring up OJ. It's as if imagine if if, if OJ's son went to decided, the NFL and the NFL decided to. Well, okay, that wouldn't happen because I I think the the NFL look the NFL <laughs> say what you will about the NFL, but they're still not the weird levels of carny that the WWE is. I mean, but the NFL brings no, up OJ every okay, once in a while, but, anyway, but, so they probably bury that too. True, but they trust me, man. It does not uh, the amount of times that you get hit over the head with snooker. As a, uh, from the yeah, WWE comparatively. No, but, if, but think about it. If OJ's son was cold at football, they're going to bring up OJ. Oh, and the OJ thing has become a meme at this point, unfortunately. No, because he is on Twitter, Daryl. But it was even before that. Like, people were no, making I, OJ no, jokes since I, I, I was I, like. I understand. People, oh, no. People yeah. have been making OJ jokes since it happened. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, that is, like, it, it is a part of the, it is, talk about, like, literally possibly the trial of the century. Because, Fuck you. I mean, I'm trying to think of other things because then there's like, well, there's, you know, 
Rodney King and things like that. But that all somehow mm. weirdly ties into OJ. If you've have you oh, ever yeah. seen the Thirty for Thirty? Well, I haven't seen the Thirty for Thirty, but I, I have oh, researched the, a lot of that time and stuff like watch that. Watch that Thirty Parter because mm. that Thirty Parter, Thirty Parter, the Ten Parter. Mm. Uh, it's it is fucking. I've been fascinated with this shit since I was a little kid with OJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it always struck me as so weird seeing him in those naked gun movies being comedic and loving those movies as a kid, but mm-hmm. then thinking really like being told for the first time that oh well OJ did this, and I'm like, oh That's it is weird. I, I, I always say thing. Johnny Cochran and uh who's it who's the Kardashian uh, dude's name? Oh Bro, uh, them were uh, the greatest lawyers uh, of I, all I time. I almost said Robert Kardashian. It was uh What's his name? Was his name Robert? It might have been Robert. Was it yeah, Robert? I think so. I think it was Robert. Though that that legal team was fucking amazing because there's literally no it was way Robert Kardashian. Yeah, yeah, that he should have got off on those right. charges. And yet again, I understand the the polarization no, the of that case. Did their job, but, but they did their it, job. But obviously, but also part of it doesn't help in that there was a lot of shitty police work. Yes. Okay, oh, well, but, but and the LAPD is. Here's the thing. I've listened yeah. to enough. I've I've listened and, and studied and followed enough true crime in my 30 years of living that mm. I there's a consistent pattern that it's not all the time. Sometimes the cops do their work. I can't not say that because sometimes they it happens, right? Mm. Uh, I, I'm not I I you know me, I'm not the type who likes to throw a blanket over everything just because mm. it just that, that's just not the way things work. There's there's gray in the middle, but mm. a lot of bad police work happens. A oh lot yeah, definitely. Of the time. But especially I'm, not so much now in terms of the detecting. Shit, I'll loop to, back if we bring it back to sports. Look at Ben Roethlisberger the second time. That's bad, bad Ben. Yeah. Well, police look at officer ben, didn't even take hey, the fucking look, DNA. Look at look at Greg Hardy threw threw her on a pile of guns. There was pictures of her in the house bruised up. Yes. And yeah. somehow he got off on the charges. I don't Darryl, know. He was a Dallas Cowboy for the year for a year that I didn't watch football. Yeah. I, and it was i don't know why i came back after that i really do question it sometimes but yeah it's 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 this whole deshaun watson thing the nfl has a problem but they're never going to address it because they are that powerful because they, you know? they at the end of the it, day that's why you hope that you hope you have to hope that Oh god, they have other things to be doing. You gotta hope that the Flores lawsuit goes somewhere. Well, that and that it exposes no, something. Well, that and I think more so, you gotta hope that the Dan Snyder stuff goes somewhere, if it ever does. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that is not the I, I'm. This isn't reliance on the owners at all. Mm-hmm. This is hoping that somebody blows it so wide open that there's no way that it can be denied anymore. Even mm-hmm. though it, it it's already to me to any sensible person, it's already at that level. You know, where enough has been done to where you're like, come on, man, how is this guy still allowed to be an owner? Dan Snyder, the the condition of that stadium alone, I'm not even going to get into that stadium. And and okay, there are people, oh God, and I hate these people. There are people who will go on and on about RG3 being too skinny and this and that. And yes, he was. And yes, he did have a prior. You had two quarterbacks. But that's my point. But but, three quarterbacks in that field that have fucked their leg up. You cannot tell me that that field did not play a part in that, in him getting hurt. On top of the fact that Mike Shanahan shouldn't have had him in the game at all. Why are you gonna? Why are you mortgaging your your 
possibly franchise quarterback for one playoff game that you know you're not going to win the next. You know you're well, not winning. Because Shanahan is a piece of shit. So there, there you go with that. Very firmly. Very firmly. Uh, and then and then let's get into the fact that uh, Jalen Hurts almost died because you had the fucking railing collapse on him, and then all those people fell. Yeah, could got I mean, COVID and missed the playoff game. Jesus, isn't it? It's fucking stupid that that again that Dan Snyder gets to be an owner. That they allow it's that piece of, to me. It's a cheap piece how, of shit. How is it that you cannot look at at, at let's bust out these scales and mm. look at the benefits to having him and the the just everything else because there are no benefits to having him. There aren't. There just aren't nope. any benefits no. at this point. You know, it, wh- why are you letting someone like that be part of the club? Because he has you over a barrel. That's because he knows that they're going to expose like Madison Cawthorn, but he probably actually have evidence. Who lost a little cocaine orgies and stuff. Thank the fucking yeah. Lord. Fuck him. No. Which, and I don't know if the person who replaced him was any better than him. So, eh, you know, probably not. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. But let's, we're, we're stuck firmly in Maryland, in, in DC. Let's go back south to South Beach. <laughs> And start talking about how good BAM is, Daryl, because this is the BAM you've been wanting. Based on all oh, of your tweets, this is the BAM I, you want. I am, um, I, BAM, these first two games this year, especially game two, that shit was unacceptable. I'm, I'm a person who believes that I don't need BAM taking 20 shots a night or 15 shots a night. That's just, that's not his game. It's not necessary. Um, especially when a certain somebody who I'm going to talk about later should be stepping up, but, you know, are we talking Tyler Hero? Or are we talking? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get to him later. Uh, yeah, okay, that's I, what I'm I talking about. I, I knew we were talking Tyler Hero. I knew we were. <laughs> but anyway, um, it, it, it's what Bam did last night was just a. It, it was just an indicator to me of what I already knew. I don't know if you saw when Bam did this. They were playing the Nets last season, or was it in twenty? No, it was last season because they were back in the stadiums, and I think he had like a forty point game and he hit a game winning three. To win the game, uh-huh. um, and I think Jimmy was out, Tyler Hero was out, so it was just him. And this is this is leading to a recurring pattern that I've noticed. Um, but Bam just he has the ability to hit jumpers and take over mm-hmm. when he's given the opportunity to, and when he's given the plays when, to if, be able to. The, so, in other words, if they go out there with the game plan being, let's get him. Involved, they don't oh, get him involved sense. because here's the thing that that you constantly have to worry about, or and that you hear, and it it's it's a fair it's a fair assessment of going into the series in that mm-hmm. offensively, it is no question the Celtics are better. Mm-hmm. They 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 have a they have more offense the things that they do, and mm-hmm. I think by if the heat leaned more into that, what, what you're talking about with Bam, where, where the offense flows through him, then maybe you do get more, more of that effective offense. Because Which look, it, at, look at the way you play. Look at the way they play. If you play. have to double Bam, then the perimeter, well, the then perimeter is going to open up. Tyler's all of a sudden, maybe. Well, no. I know. I, I just wanted to bring that name up again. Which in, what Bam does within Miami's offense as currently constructed is get guys like him and Max Schrus and PJ and PJ Tucker and and Duncan Robinson every two games he plays open, right? But when they're not hitting shots, Bam has like 
I don't agree with that that offense because Bam is so good offensively, in my opinion. Look at the the post move he was hit he hit on Al Horford. He hit like a hook shot. Mm-hmm. Some of the best post footwork I've seen from him. The jumper that he hit at the end of the game to ice the game. I know he, he's done that before. I know he can hit contested jumpers. Mm-hmm. I know that. He has that ability. And when he's playing against bigger centers or guys like Al Horford or when you're playing against guys like Joel Embiid, which you saw him do, take yeah. the jump shot. Don't go to the rim against those dudes because Bam is only 6'9", 6'10". Yeah. He's, he's going yeah, yeah. to struggle against funny. guys like that. He is a He's a five officially, right? He's a five officially, but he should be okay. playing the four. But that—that's—that's that's exactly where I was going to go with that because mm-hmm. he very much just—he just doesn't have the height. Well, okay, I get that in the modern NBA center. It's not the height; it's the wingspan. But it's that—it's it, the combo of those. I was going to say he's just—he's more suited physically to be a power mm-hmm. forward. And I think he's more suited to take jumpers, and I, I wish Miami would just start letting him. T- I know it's well, the playoffs, so that's a heavy risk, but I know Bam can hit threes. I've seen him you, do it. W- would you ever consider playing him at the at the, at the the three? No. No. Because I don't think he mm. – well, that, that, This is what I'm talking about. The, the reason I'm asking is because I feel like if he's playing the three, he might have a few more opportunities to get those shots that we're talking about. I think if Bam was to The problem is you need somebody who fi- – who, fills in both you're you're gonna need bodies who fill in the four and the five in that sense i also think that that bam is way too good i think if you're running a lineup of if they were to bring in a center this year next it's next offseason like a mo bomb or something like that and you move bam to the three in terms of just position and have pj out there playing the four then that works i think that he kind of played positionless basketball so I'm glad that you brought oh. that up because that's something that, that we we I think we went a little we brought up the idea mm-hmm. of talking about a little bit and I think this is exactly why mm-hmm. it's something that that should be uh, is an interesting discussion It'd be because it, with like with it's like with with when you have LeBron on a team mm-hmm. LeBron can be anywhere essentially I mean only played the five for a good that's bit of the saying, season yeah. while AD was out so yeah. So, so mm-hmm. you know, there are certain guys who are just like that. And I think, okay, at one time that felt like it was a much rarer thing. Now mm-hmm. it, it feels like there's the league is scattered with guys who can just be anywhere. Look at Luca. I can't exactly figure out what Luca really is. Which I'm, it's time to have a discussion about him on one side of the ball too. But I will get to that. I later. know. Oh, we're gonna have to. Be, mm-hmm. uh, it's funny because the 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 last mm-hmm. podcast. We opened hard going on him on defense, right? And then he obliterates the 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 Suns. And, like, and, and for a second, I thought, oh man, maybe I shouldn't have talked shit. And then, but he didn't. Play, I mean, happened. to be honest, they were throwing doubles at D book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't do that against the Warriors. And I no. think we'll get into so that deep. later. So deep, but but so on the mm-hmm. positionless side of things. So let me ask mm-hmm. you that about Luca. What is he? Mm-hmm. I think he's he a is a forward, wing right? that is being yeah point forward. I think he's a wing that's being forced to be a point guard. Because I was going to ask, should they have him just be either two or th- a two or three? They no. need because they need they need a point guard. Like they a, do. I think that team needs a true like that team would be serviced well if they had a true point guard who dishes the ball out. You know who they would. You know who they would be good with. Oh. Benjamin Simmons. The perfect That's that'd be the, the perfect that, person to play there. You're not you're not wrong about that. You're not wrong because <laughs> I, I was gonna say what they need is a guy who's more like Ron, like Rondo than he is. They need a guy like Rondo. 
Because Jalen Brunson he doesn't need to take shots. It's a small two. Um, Luca is a good playmaker, so I get why they have him at the one. But my whole thing That's is why you if, put him at the two. Then if the team isn't producing buckets outside of Luca, which and Luca and Jalen Brunson went off in their last game, they just couldn't play fucking defense. Which is yeah. yet again when we, when we get to the Lakers. When we, I mean, not the Lakers. The Lakers oh, I got the fuck. I got them in my mind for when we there. get to that series. That creeping. You know the Warriors are. and the Mavericks. I do want to talk about that because I think that is a serious problem with the Mavericks. But regardless, um, I just in terms of Luca, they need to they need to do two things this offseason. First of all, they have to get a big man that can that can play. Yeah. Dwight Powell is not him. No, Willie Collins Stein is not that guy. They have to go out and get a big man, somebody like a Mobamba, if he can stay healthy. That can stay on the court and and that can play and isn't unplayable, you know, in a series against the Warriors like this. Because Kevon Looney is going to fucking town on these dudes. And I I like Kevon Looney as a player, but Kevon Looney should not be putting up 21 and 10 against you. How many players had uh, had were in the double digits the other night? Was it 10? They had 10 players in the double digits. Wait, for real? Yeah, the Warriors. Check, look at. Wait a minute, let me check that. Let me check that. I I don't know if I believe you, but I think it was the no. I think it was the first game, not the last one. Okay, I'm checking now. In the last game, it wasn't the last one. Was it? It couldn't have been. I don't think they had. They scored enough points for that to equal out. So yeah, it had to be the first one. They put up 126 in the last game, which is still terrible. I was gonna say that's. I was gonna say it's still a lot of points, (laughs) but. That was a Friday game, right? The first mm-hmm. game in the series. Yeah. No, that was Thursday. No, was it, it was Wednesday because I think they started before. Yeah, they put up one twelve in in game one. Either way, then then in then but they had multiple people in double digits. So so either games. way, there was a one. Where there was I then check the second one. That's the one mm-hmm. that probably had uh, that thing that I'm looking at or that mm-hmm. I mentioned, which was, I think I said ten. Uh, in game but, but, two, I'll go ahead. Oh no, but but yeah, no. On, on the positionless basketball thing, like it's just it's a really interesting time period. Where, well, part of me, there's six in double me, digits. Six. There you go. I don't know why I said mm-hmm. ten, but they had six guys in double digits. That's sixty points right there at, yep. at the minimum. At the minimum. At the minimum. So. And and see, nobody had to score forty points, thirty points. Nope. Everybody Steph put scored up thirty-two. Like 20. But well, yeah, but 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 Steph is Steph. You know, Steph, Steph, That's kind yeah. of what he does. It's mm-hmm. it, it's he's one of a kind. What he does is rare. Uh, even even though it's like we're in a shooting league, it's still rare. It, Steph is different, bro. I, he's different. He really is. Like I when mean, his dudes hitting fadeaway threes in games and shit, bro. Like. I mean, with him, and I, I, this is—it's always something that, that I've always thought about LeBron, or at least that I've thought about for the last few years, which is that mm-hmm. there's going to be a, a massive segment of people who did not appreciate, take time to appreciate the things that LeBron has done his entire. You career. think about it. There's going to be a massive sector of people that you know. You know how. You know how we talk about MJ and like how a lot of the thing with MJ is kind of. Of legend it, because we didn't it's legend watch it or, or we we weren't in the prime of watching you know, and understanding you know, sports but, but also part playing. of it was also that there wasn't social media 
Yeah. To where we know. But even like with now with like LeBron and Steph, like they're going to be like those guys are going to be out of the league within the next two to three years. They're going to be they're going to be kids that are coming into basketball or people that are going to be watching basketball that are going to be like, oh, was Steph that good? Was LeBron that good? Because they're just not going to know. Damn. The most they're going to be able to do is go back and watch games on like NBA TV or on YouTube. That's, that's just like us with MJ. Point. That's a good point. And even but, though, you know, there were a lot of people in our generation that spent all this time slandering LeBron and KD and Steph and, and Kawhi, we're going to be the old heads that are going to be okay. sitting there that defending those guys. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to be defending Kawhi ever. Ever. Personal. Because, that, personal. That, because, because here's the thing. That diva is getting everything he deserves right now. Because he's put it on his own plate. Mm-hmm. Like he had at this point, at this point, the rest of what's happening with the Clippers, that's on you. You chose to go to the Clippers. Anthony. You know who the Clippers here's are. Here's the crazy thing. The Clippers. Oh, they're gonna be fine. We're only uh as some say like even though I know it's funny to me when the Clippers and it's thing, the Clippers. But, but if, if Kawhi never gets hurt, but those dudes did, are probably see, with the ring. See, he but did. this is the craziest thing though. This is the mm-hmm. th- I, I, okay and Maybe I shouldn't say it on podcast because it might be calling out a friend, but fuck him. Uh, I have a friend who loves to throw at me the craziest, like, what if scenarios, right? And my, and it sometimes this drives me. So, no, no, it's not. No, no, no. no okay. You, none of you know this this friend. Uh, but sometimes I just want to, I just want to fucking scream. But it didn't fucking happen like that. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> Like what ifs are like buttholes. There's a ton but of they them are. fucking stink. They are, but all I'm well, I'm just presenting that what it, if no, to say. I, I, I get it, and and you're not wrong, Daryl. And mm-hmm. you know what? They still have a shot if Kawhi ever gets on the court again. But I'm starting to think that those that in whatever's going on with him. Well, his knees are shot because his quads are shot. Yeah, so it's just one of those things where he's not going to be able to play a full season. Yeah. I think that's just the, the, the realization, which I know that's why he took the full year off because he technically could have came back to end the year. But I think he but wanted the extra point, rest. Why are you going to do that? Exactly. Plus, and, and the Clippers would have been a playing team. What do, what do you think of Paul George? Over, uh, over, I think like, Paul as, George has gotten the, a driving very unlucky. force for that team. I think he can be. Okay. okay. I think he's just gotten severely unlucky with the shoulder injury. For his entire career has been very unlucky. And it's just... I feel like if he had one run, like I thought last year was going to be the year, if he had just one run where everybody could stay healthy Do and they get to, one more piece. Should we start? I know, but that's a lot of what ifs. Or I know, I know, ifs. I know. It's the okay, okay. That's the but thing. Does it, but see, here's the thing, because like, think about how many teams just, just you know, in the last few times we've talked about in about how they get better. Where we mm-hmm. are, where we throw out, oh well, there's one more guy. Everybody's what like, not everybody can get that one guy. Well, see, this is the thing with the Clippers is that I, I, I if they weren't so injury about prone, that team that I don't, they're injury like prone. That, that makes, but see, part of there's another thing about that team that just doesn't have like a. It's like I know that I should take them seriously. I look at them and I see the roster. I see who's on there. I think it's a lack of a dominant big man. Because part of yeah, part of me still looks at them and says. Oh, it's a Vika Zubak. I'm not afraid of you, and that doesn't help. But anyways, let's get back to South Beach. Mm. But the Miami Heat won. Tell me how. Tell me how they win that. They close out the series. How do okay. they win it? So what do they got to do. First of all, I'm glad they set out Jimmy. Um, I know it's not a serious knee injury, but 
There was no reason for him to play in the second half. It's a seven game series. This that was I think that was Jimmy in the Heat telling Bam, look, I, that and that's a risky thing to do, but this is your fucking this is this is your time. Yeah, go out there and get it and close this fucking game out. Jimmy's hurt. We don't want to risk anything. Look, Kyle, the rest of our team is still healthy. We feel like we're the deepest team in the NBA. Go out there and win this you, fucking game. I guarantee you, Bam, Bam, Bam caught the eye. I'm sure he made eye contact with Pat Riley somewhere. While Pat Riley is like standing there, giving him, giving him that look, which is like, no, you know, he need, the Tyler Hero needs to be the person getting that fucking look. Well, okay, no, no, I'm talking. I'm, I'm not talking about the. No, angry. I, I, yeah. I'm talking about the inspiring. Like now is your time, mm-hmm. and then, yeah. you know. And then with Tyler Hero, it's like, no, he needs a backhand. You see, a greasy, here's the thing. a greasy one. <laughs> like he uh, needs to, I, like Pat Riley needs to put mm. take the back of his hand there. Look at me. Mm. The back of his hand and slide it along his hair and then right across his face. Does he even have the energy to slap anybody anymore at this point? Pat, Pat looks like a skeleton, man. I know. He really does. Pat looks man. sick. I, I saw I saw him the other day. Pat coming Riley's the got game that and Jerry was, thing going where it's like yeah. where, where you're starting to see like the the the, the oh no. The, I, I got kind of sad because I'm it's like, like damn, the meat, it's like the meat under their skin is shrinking. Ugh. The flesh of, oh, I know. Yeah. And it's just like it's it's like uh one time Kaufman I described Dan Quinn to Kaufman as he looks mm-hmm. like a he's there. No, Kaufman might have said it. I don't know which one of us said it, but we determined mm-hmm. that he looks like a skeleton. He, he's like a just a skeleton in skin. He looks like he just doesn't sleep. He doesn't. He, he just looks like he's he always awake. Like he's an he extreme does, insomniac. He doesn't sleep. No, that man doesn't sleep. Pat Riley doesn't sleep. Fuck no. Pat Riley wants to win. He still has nightmares about the about Michael Jordan that he wants to overcome that. I mean, fuck, he retired the man's number. (laughs) And he never played for Miami, which is crazy to me. I never understood why Uh, he did that, but... Wait, wait, I I get why. He respectfully do, but still, come on, bro. Daryl, no, Daryl, that man ruined his life in the 90s, okay? That man and Reggie Miller, okay? Yeah. So (laughs) think about that. Like, those are the only two people who I feel like, like Pat can look at and be like, well, shit. Right? Well, you know, I mean, now Tim Duncan's not scary enough for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, by the way, by the way, um, I don't know if we talked about. The, so one of the things that Jimmy Butler did that was does has been doing that's mm-hmm. extremely impressive. Let's talk a little bit about why Jimmy Butler is still a great is a great okay. player. Let me let me let me let me let me. Because let me I, I want to bring up one rant. quick thing because mm-hmm. six times in his playoff career, six times in his career. Has his uh, he's taken his uh, his average points scored during the regular season and upped it for for the playoffs six times. That's a that's a very impressive thing to do. Now, there's only one player who's done it. Okay, there's a, a player who's done it way more times, and he sits alone at number one. Who do you think it is? Is that- the regular season average and made it better for the playoffs? Uh, it's either LeBron or MJ. It's neither one of them. Tim? It's Timmy. 14 times uh, he did that. Okay. 14 times. I just wanted to talk good reasons about Tim Duncan because why we should always talk 
about oh why definitely i keep That's saying man this he's in my man. top five i'm I, people people look at me crazy when i say that but i mean that shit when i say it he's in my top five hey, did, i mean did you not hear the stat i rattled off that 14 times the man has <laughs> taken his average point in the regular season and up them for the playoffs when you because that's what clutch players fucking do bro i'm the reason the reason i think he's the greatest power forward of all time and i'm gonna lay out a specific reason why well, he played in the era when he had to play against oh. kevin garnett tim duncan i mean Ke- i'm calling out his name kevin garnett dirt nowitzki um kenya martin uh amari stoudemire Jermaine O'Neal, who played more center than power forward, I guess, but he still counts. I'm just going to count big men in general. I was going to say, you should say big men because Tim's in there knocking knocking with them, like, period. Shaq, Hakeem, uh, Charles Barkley, but he was old. Um, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. Yao Ming. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. Andrew Bogle and, for like two years. So, Chris Cameron for like say, two years. And an old, an old Tim Duncan, you know, mm-hmm. rubbed elbows with a foot within his prime DeAndre Jordan, who was a better player. Exactly. Than, you know, mm-hmm. the and he and he always held his own. Yeah. He didn't stick around too long, like beyond where he got where he wasn't a fresh. Like, oh, well, he knew it was time for whatever his knees were. Uh, ex- oh, yeah. Which is it's yeah. a miracle he got as far as he did. <laughs> Uh, I mean, his knees but, were jelly. But Jesus, man, that guy, oh, man, I, I cannot talk. I don't, I don't that. understand the disrespect. I don't get it. Because his game is not it. exciting. I don't give a damn. But but that but see, you but but you are a, a a student of the game. You like the game. You understand. God. I I think you get it. Like you you like you're like me in that you appreciate the little things that get done. Mm-hmm. by basketball players the, th- the little things that matter the fact that tim duncan's signature move might be a, a bank shot okay <laughs> like think about like think about it though like when you look at timmy like like he doesn't do anything spectacular he does everything and what i mean by spe- by mm-hmm. that is like he's not flashy no not but at he all. does everything and i don't want to say very good or anything he does everything at an elite level but he mm-hmm. does it quietly when somebody is able to take the fundamentals of basketball and just implement them Elevate as they them are and, and, and excel with those, mm-hmm. I don't see how you can complain about his game. I don't understand. Because if you hate because Tim Duncan's game, in my opinion, you hate basketball. You hate basketball. You're, you're, you're beyond a casual. Well, that's how I've always – that's what I say about the way that Greg Popovich's offense has worked. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of – you know you know what the, the – the, the, like his – the main thing about a Greg Popovich offense is mm-hmm. it's the extra pass. You yep. always make, you just, you, you make the, you pass it until somebody is open. Mm-hmm. You pass it and you take, you take high percentage shots. Mm-hmm. You take, you, you do the things that you know are going to get you points that, that are, that are going to, you just, you're fundamentally sound. That's what it is. You are fundamentally sound as an offense. And it, for some people, that's boring and not flashy enough, and there aren't enough dunks and not enough three pointers. But you know what? That wins you five rings. So exactly, I don't know what the issue is either, Daryl. I've been trying to figure that out for like twenty years. But you know what? I'm gonna loop it back to Jimmy because I because yeah, this can this can no because I, I, yeah. I still need to get on Tyler Hero. But that's besides <laughs> okay. the point. Um, to Jimmy because I had three forty point games in this playoffs in this playoff mm-hmm. run, and I said to say this. A lot of people have said that Jimmy is the best two-way player in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. I would agree. If you're going to say that, 
please explain to me how I know so many people who say, well, Luka is the best player left in the playoffs. He's the best scorer. Yeah, I would say that. But so he's the best. He's the best scorer. He's not the best all around player. Jimmy Butler. Jason Jimmy Butler Tatum, is locking up. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum are better than than Lucas and all around. And, and uh, I, wait, 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 no, no, no. Let me finish. Ice as an all around player mm. is in that they can do that. They don't have the uh, look. Lucas defense is really bad. That's fucking terrible. It's I'm, really oh, bad. I, like, I'm gonna get on like, that okay, when we get to the series. Okay, so I understand <laughs> what I mean by when I when I say that about Jason Tatum. Better in that sense, in that. He doesn't. He may not be as great of a scorer as Luca is because he's not. He's Granted, so not consistent, man. He's inconsistent, but God. But you have to admit it does help that he, at the very least he can't be totally, completely burned on defense. Because that really, really, really hurts the the Mavericks right now. That is killing yep. them. That they can't slow down the Warriors. You know what? I'm gonna get to Tyler Hero later because I do wanna I wanna get into this. Yeah. I and I put a tweet out on the after after the game on, on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, and because it, it's always a debate about Luke and Trey. And the other thing that people always bring up is that oh Trey is undersized, so he just can't play defense, which is true, which I think he does need to work on being more of a an annoyance on defense and more of a pest on defense. Well, yeah, kind of like you how Chris Paul is doing. Be handsy, be be physical, yeah. be be as physical as you can be. But mm-hmm. to do that, he's also got to make himself a little bit more physically imposing, mm-hmm. just but a little wait. bit. I will say this: you talk shit about Trey and his defense because everybody always goes to defensive rating, which is a team stat, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fucking stupid. I want to point out the fact that Luca has a higher defensive rating. So by you know, people who just follow advanced stats without any context, you would think, oh, he's a better defender than Trey. And you would assume that somebody who is 6'8", 230 would be a better defender than somebody who is 6'2", 190. But I'm watching 6'3", 190, Steph Curry, go at that man's fucking chest in the fourth quarter. I'm watching mm-hmm. Jordan Poole, who was 6'3", maybe 200 pounds, there I don't is know, going zero, at his chest. Zero. Zero fear from them at, at all. They're going. They're attacking him. They're yeah. they're they are treating him like people treat Tyler Hero when he's on the court. They're yes. literally saying, "I'm going to attack Luca. I'm going at this man's chest, and I dare him to stop me." Mm-hmm. And they know he can't. They know he can't. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick and tired of people whenever they discuss Luca. Oh, Luca's on the level of LeBron. Luca's on the level of KD. You can't no, be on the level. Okay, not. okay. You cannot be on the. So you can't be on that level. Look, LeBron's signature. It feels like you know what LeBron's signature move is. It's nothing that he does on offense. It is him coming up from behind to smack the ball out of your hands because he can do that. Well, he's on prime LeBron's level. He he. Stop comparing. Stop putting them on the same level. And I'm gonna say a name that's gonna that's gonna. Cool. He is not on. He's not on prime James Harden's level. He is not on Steph Curry's level. On prime Steph Curry's level, Steph Curry now. No, I can't even say that. He is not on KD's level. He's not on LeBron's level. He is not that guy yet. He is exactly. on the level of Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell and uh, I'm trying to think of young star, Jason Tatum and all of those guys. And there's nothing wrong with that level, right? John Morant. Yeah. Those, those are great players, and they're going to t- 
carry this next generation of basketball for the next 15 years if all of them can stay healthy, which is a concern of mine of Lucas as well because he's been dealing with the shoulder injury these last couple of games because um, I think he's way too physical on offense, which yeah. I know that's part of his game, but he does need to calm the fuck down or he's going to end up like James Harden. But he is not on that level yet. And if he – because, A, he has not made it to a finals yet, and I know he's still young, but a lot of people hold that against Trey when Trey was literally in the same situation – that Luke was in and had a 40-point triple-double in the Eastern Conference Finals. Also, people forget he was playing well in that series until a referee, he landed on the referee's ankle. They could have won that series. Yeah. Yeah. That's how well he was playing. But everybody just conveniently forgets that because he got shut down by the best defense in the one of the best defenses in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That specializes in guarding small guards. Come on, bro. Come on, man. But you know how, but you know how fickle sports fans are. Also, what offensive threat is on the Hawks that was stopping them from putting extreme pressure on Trey with their best defender? What? No, who? G- give me a name. P- please tell me who on that hey, Hawks. I have a question. How much? Is, how much are they paying John Collins? Twenty-five mil. Okay, just you know, out of curiosity. Which in Travis Schlink has already said say, they're going it, over the luxury a... tax this year. Well, they have to. That's the only way they can improve. I was gonna say how else? I was that, exactly how else are they gonna look? And I, we're, this is all I'm gonna say, and we're moving on because we're not gonna get a, do a deep dive on it in Atlanta basketball. <laughs> but what, what they need, they just need to realize you've got Trey now, and at yep. any moment he can decide he doesn't want to be there anymore. And I mean. Speaking of which, but that next CBA for the NBA is about to be real nasty. Oh, it's gonna be. That's gonna be real nasty. Do you? (laughs) So, you think there is a chance of a lockout? No. No, I don't think the players would want to. They're not doing that again. Nope. Too much money. That's what I was gonna say. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I think they learned their. They learn not learn their lesson. They just don't want to have to deal with that bullshit again. Mm -hmm. For them, and you know, quite frankly, it doesn't affect me. Do you? Do I watch you play basketball? Still, yes. They're gonna go play somewhere else if they can't play in the NBA, oh, like they did back in what was it, 2012. The the yeah. videos of uh, Kobe and LeBron and and KD going at it in them open gyms or at those like Drew leagues or whatever. God damn it! The shit was fucking amazing. So fun. All those players going over to Europe and signing them like you see 10, 20 day contracts and going I'm over. I'm sorry, to man, but what, but but this is I would much rather watch that than an All Star game. Well. I mean, the all-star, the only good all-star game, the only two good all-star games I can remember was the one the year Kobe passed away. I was, ab- I was about to say, yeah. Well, was there was another Kobe one. Was involved in, in, in the other one? Might have been. Probably. He was involved in the, was the ones pre-2015 were good a good okay. bit of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Because I think those dudes still had that, like, they kind of wanted to compete with each other. Yeah. They were still, they were, you know, it's like, yeah, this is an exhibition, but we do want to show off against mm-hmm. each other. It's not all, and, and I know it's so fucking curmudgeon old school guy to be like, yeah, I kind of wish they weren't as friendly as they are, but I really don't wish that they were as friendly as they are. I wish that they did hate each other a little bit more just for the spirit of competition, you know? Oh, a little break. Um, I'm, if you, if anybody remotely follows, which if you follow golf, you know this has happened. But uh, shout out to Justin Thomas for uh, winning his first major. Justin since, Thomas won. Uh, yep. Who came in second? Uh, Will's Alatoris. Okay. Third. 
uh, Mito Pereira, okay, who was okay. winning like was last two days. Any, any of our other, any of the other Americans that were supposed to be up there? Mm-hmm. It was what just Rory. And, uh, Rory ended up finishing, I think, three under. Oh, because of yesterday was a bad day for him. He played better today, but this is but the he first. Come up. What? He couldn't. Co- he couldn't overcome it. This is the first major JT's one in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, JT's had a lot with the whole. It's been a long time though. Thing with him and saying the, yeah, the slur that. when he was playing and all of that. <sighs> yeah, but well, uh, hey, congratulations won. to JT for I guess for winning the PGA for the second time in his career. Jeez. But uh, getting back to what um we were talking about, also Phil's caddy Philly, Philly, Philly. <laughs> won won a major, won the PGA in the year that Phil did. <laughs> Won it last year. I was about to say the defending champion, Daryl. The defending champion. Fucking idiot, man. He's such a piece oh. of shit. And I love Phil's game so much, but he's such a fucking asshole. I, I know. Anyway, so part, to get back uh, to basketball. Wait, real quick. Oh, Phil is that one guy. Phil is a guy who you want to root for, but then he does shit. And then you're yes. like, ah, okay, I can't. Everything about Phil is just like and some people say cancer and surviving. It's oh. all in it. Everything. So many great stories. And then you're like, oh, you're that guy. And, and people that are like, second book, Daryl. Tiger. That's oh, well, he cheated on his wife. And but look, uh, Tiger, Tiger had his Tiger has had his problem. vices. And, and, but, and that's well, not an excuse, but still. it's not like Tiger was doing illegal shit and then coming out and saying, oh, well, I don't have a problem with playing in Saudi Arabia, even though they kill, kill gay people and they don't give women's oh, rights. Oh, wait, and uh, he specifically hey. brought up, by the way, he also brought up the American journalists that they killed in that discussion. Yeah, he brought up Khashoggi. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean. I mean, come on. God damn, bro. He's such a yeah, fucking and the, idiot. And, and, That's what I'm talking about. Insider trading and all the other stuff. that God. And look, who knows what's going to be in that second book? Because that's a guy who went to jail and Phil didn't. So anyways, back to the NBA. Um, where do we leave off on that before Phil got? Before We're talking Phil. about. Um, fuck. We're talking about the All-Star game. And like yeah, how competitive yeah, yeah. the All Star so, game used to so be. So let's yeah. so let's pivot from that and let's go. I mean, I think we, re, we you know what? I think we kind of did talk about the Warriors and Luca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I mean, we, we, we explained that. all of the issues. And look, that the my whole rant about Luca. I, I appreciate Luca as an NBA player, and I appreciate his game offensively. It's the reaction from people around him. I hate that people have oh the Hawks, and I have a soft spot for the Hawks, even though I'm a Heat fan because I do live in Georgia. I have watched them all my life by force. Because that was the only thing that was on TV and, um, you know, things of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm a big Trey fan. I've been a big fan of his since he was at Oklahoma. And I just, I find a lot of the discussion around him is idiotic. The fact that Trey is doing what he's doing, it's even a conversation between him and Luca when he's 5'11 and Luca is 6'8, which is my main problem with Luca being bad at defense, is that he has every single physical tool available to him to be good on defense i i was gonna say like considering how physical he likes to play god it is surprising he doesn't have the footwork yeah. and he's lazy on defense he but just see, thinks he, he thinks that see, I, I, his I size think, can get it done and that's not how I that think, works in I the think nba they need to get swept i think getting swept will be yep. good for the mavericks i think yep. getting swept will be good for luca mm-hmm. because because remember him off last offseason 
Yeah. Who can well, No, no, hey, hey, hey. Remember, remember how he reacted to to getting made fun of. That's the reaction yep. you want for mm-hmm. to him getting to, to them getting see, I know the five. motivation is here for them is is here offensively for him. I know that. But that's what I mean. He needs that kick because if they realize that we could have got we could have stolen game 2. You know, we we were close. We just couldn't mm-hmm. stop them to save our lives. You know, that's the problem. I, 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 my hope is it's the one thing that I don't think Dwight Howard ever did that always drove me crazy, where it's like Dwight Howard always felt like he was the same player his, his entire career for the most part. Uh, he well, got Dwight, better, but he never developed that, that all the great players, game needed. but see all the, all the great players, they get better at the thing that they're not good at. Look at Michael. Look at yeah. look at all of the uh, look at Larry. Look at every every star has improved. Shit, LeBron couldn't hit a damn three till he got to Miami. But exactly the point is, is that they see the deficiencies in their game and they mm-hmm. act upon them. And my mm-hmm. that that was always my knock on Dwight is like it felt like he never got better in 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 the air. Like you said, in, 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 at having a two uh, mid range jumper, any kind of mid range game. Being mm-hmm. a threat beyond that, it, to Shaq to an extent, you know, couldn't shoot free throws, but he could do well, a lot of other. He was things. so dominant in a post that you just that, couldn't stop him. He had he was dominant in a way that was so. It's like if you had levels mm-hmm. uh, to, to you know, like uh, like you're building the stats on a character. His mm-hmm. fucking everything he could do in the post is like so fucking high <laughs> that it really didn't matter. Everything is maxed out at ninety nine for what yeah. he did. Oh yeah, the paint, you know, what he Oh, he could also take people off the dribble though. That, I think that was a difference and between he, him and Dwight. There, there you go. He, but because there was there was some kind of other threat beyond what he could. The one thing that you knew he could do really well, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like Luca is getting to is is everybody hits that point. Every star will hit that point. Every really great star will hit that point. Mm-hmm. Now, how does he react to to the deficiency that we all know and can see in his game? I, I am very, 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 very interested to see this offseason what his training looks like because Luca who does he even work said with? it. I don't think he you works know? with anybody. He should. I he really should. You know what? If, okay, this is a crazy thing, but if I were here, you know, you 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 would. Why not reach out to even though he's a little off his rocker, someone like Metal World Peace, like run our test and be like, dude, how do you play defense? Because that dude could play defense. Oh, fuck you. Okay. That's you know what I mean? Like get some pointers from guys who could play defense. What's okay? crazy to me is that that's a I, crazy I, person to go just, to, but that's the first person I would want to like get some advice on defense for. Oh well, they brought the weakest link back. Huh. Really? Huh. I'm just I'm just so interested There's in a lot uh, of those in America. <laughs> that just peaked, uh, to anybody listening that piqued my interest. I was a big game show watcher when I was uh, when I was a kid, so yeah, but I'll oh, go ahead. Oh no, no I was way. For me, Luca needs to lose that weight, and I and I know what it is with him. It's I look at me talking, but <laughs> but I know for him it was just I know when he got to the NBA, he said it was too easy, mm-hmm. and so that's how he still feels because it is easy it's for him to score. Him the, well, and you know what but, though. But, him not playing defense is a big reason why the Mavericks are down 2-0. And like, reality is starting to set yeah. in. Because yeah, he finally he won the playoff the, series that he couldn't win. He's got over that hump. 
But now he needs to prove that he's a championship level player. And right now, unless he shows me something different tonight, which he has the possibility of doing, I'm not saying that Luca and the Mavericks can't make the finals. No, it's not no. impossible. We just watched the Suns blow a 2 0 lead in the fucking finals last year. Yeah. But he has something has to kick into him to become a championship level player. And at some point, you have to make a stop on defense. I mean, and he can't do that right now. He's on that, like, again, he's on that path. Jordan was on that path, couldn't mm-hmm. get past somebody. Got better mm-hmm. at something he he's at something he wasn't good at. Got past him, mm-hmm. you know. It, it levels. He couldn't get past Celtics. Finally got past him. Couldn't get past Detroit. Finally got past him. Luke mm-hmm. is gonna have to. The Warriors are gonna be that because you know what? If there's any team that's gonna really knock you back into fucking reality, it's the Warriors because and they're, they're not going they're anywhere deep. No, they're not. That team is not not gonna be <laughs> not contending for the next. Then they years. potentially get Wiseman back. They always draft well. So, and then Nico Mannion gets and, back and then, from Europe, which I don't know what he's been the, doing the there. Fact but. That they have Jordan Poole alone. That being, bringing up, picking up some, being smart enough to bring in to, to recognize the talent mm-hmm. and and going after it and get it and just it's man, you you got to give him credit, man. You I mean, you just can't deny how how well of an or, well run of an organization it is at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are the they are a class above everyone else. They are the current standard for well, NBA, like, NBA I mean, hey, franchises. Look, I'm right always going to talk about. Uh, I'm always going to throw in the heat in terms of the way that they run their franchise, just because of Pat Riley does a really damn good job at his job. That's why. <laughs> and and you know what, Eric Spolstra, the second longest tenured coach in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I yep. think uh, what is it like ten years now? A little more than that. What is it, 2012? 2012, yeah. yeah. It's so, been about 14 years now. 14 years, Wait, yeah. I'm trying to think. Eric Spolstra, because he came in right after Riley was like, you know what, I'm too old for this shit, I'm done. Yeah. And he was there a couple of years. He's been, he was there, because he's been with the Heat since the uh, 90s. Yeah. Like 2008 was when he took over as a coach. See, there you go. And then, uh, obviously, we know who the longest tenured coach is, but... Mm. You know, that, it's just like, people yeah, don't talk about it enough. Yeah. Spo has been the how many, how many uh, conference finals in his career? Wait, no, no. Let's let's start with how many finals he's been to, Daryl. Let's okay, one, two, three, four, four five. finals, five, five. I forgot five. the bubble. I was gonna say, yeah. don't forget, he's been to five finals, and he's knocking but on the door of number six. He's been to one, two, three, four. Five, six conference finals as a head coach. As a head coach, that's not talking about when he was an assistant. Yep, assistant. Dude, dude is an all-time great now. He's coached his way into it. Like he really, he's a better coach than than fucking Doc Rivers and shit. I'm gonna be honest. I think he should have won fucking coach of the year over Monty Williams. He's got more hardware than than Doc Rivers. Mm. Mm. Okay, Mm. and you know what? The dude gets to the finals. Like the dude gets to the Eastern Conference Finals, okay? Bullshit. Fucking Doc, Doc doesn't Rivers get is a better past coach the second Spoh. round. The Somebody said that to you. About? No, people just say, people were saying that when the 76ers made that run and the Heat were sputtering in the season, and all the arguing was going on, and those spos overrated, and you know what? I, Darryl, I have the funny thing is, is like, did mm-hmm. no, did nobody else see it coming? No, I, saw it I coming. think a lot of people didn't. Look, I have okay, my criticism you know, you know, to spoke you know because I, have, I watch. I have my reasons for mm-hmm. predicting Doc Rivers to well, blow it. I think a lot of people expected Doc. I think a lot of Philly fans 
had hope that he was finally going to come uh, over that bridge. And bunch of trash bags with eyes, you mean? Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Fucking Philly fans. That's right. Your, your city <laughs> fucking sucks. I, I, I live in Texas. I know it sucks here. But y'all, y'all no, live but on Philadelphia is literally no, like trashes everywhere. Trash. It's a pile yeah. of trash. And they think they live in luxury. I'm like, no, that's not how people live. Our pools are not dumpsters full of water like y'all are. Just, I hate them. I, I, not them. Mm. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I do. I hate your sports. Oh, that fan base is so fucking obnoxious. I hate your cheesesteaks. Fuck the cheesesteak. Okay, I don't know. I, don't, I can't say that. The Philly cheesesteak specifically. The, like, you, and what I mean is like from Philly. You know, fuck them. Mm-hmm. I don't need to like every bit of cuisine. Yeah, I love, che- love cheesesteaks. Don't get me wrong. But for the sake of this, fuck your cheesesteaks. Okay? <laughs> God. Fucking Philadelphia. I'm so glad they got eliminated. Daryl, I think we're done talking about the NBA playoffs. What else do you want to talk about? We could just bullshit about whatever. And you know what? I, I want to get into this whole Nick statement, Jimbo Fisher, oh, uh, Jimbo. John Sanders beef, beef man. I want to get yeah. the exact quote. Let's get let's get our article so, up. So before, I can't exactly while you, you do said. that, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I will say this is it feels like you have and now Steve Spurrier like, got involved, of course. Yeah, but Steve Spurrier's been practically senile for the last 20 years yeah okay people are he's just he's just has those he has that southern twang so people are oh he's just look at that scamp (laughs) what they mean is look he's dumb as a stump you know (laughs) that's what that is uh but oh god don't tell me daryl he's not a fan of of players being paid Okay, let's get in. Let's. I just want to get into the the whole. All right, the whole so, layout uh, of this whole scenario. So here's number one. So so mm-hmm. first of all, I'll set I'll set the the what do you call it the uh, the place and time the, the place that this is happening. Nick Saban mm-hmm. was at a I guess it was a dinner, it was a dinner right or some kind of a. It was a gathering with a bunch of very rich businessmen uh, there in Tuscaloosa, mm-hmm. who are essentially boosters and Nick is kind of just going off. Daryl, what did he say? Cause he went off. He says, and I quote, hold on. Uh, Alabama coach, Nick Saban, uh, gathering the business leaders. Like, uh, like Anthony said, uh, they bought every player with name, image and likeness deals, AKA NIL deals. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, you know, he was saying that the money in recruiting that's just openly flowing out on public is being used to influence players to go to certain universities. That's why Texas, uh, Texas A&M had the number one recruiting class mm-hmm. last year, ignoring the fact that Jimbo Fisher has already won a national championship in college and has had multiple number one recruiting classes in his career, or at least top fives. Of course, adding an NIL deal is going to help out a good fucking recruiter, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Notice he didn't say anything about Kirby fucking smart. Who's also got that same advantage because Kirby Smart's his fucking buddy, which in Jimbo Fisher was also worked on. I was going to say for now. So I don't know. If, so if, real quick, before you get into that, there's there is a see. Thing I that feel happened. like, but I do feel like Kirby Smart is more of an immediate threat to Alabama than Texas A and M is. Yes, right he now. is absolutely. Although Texas A and M has beaten Alabama more times than that is a good point. Although Texas Georgia did A&M it when is, it mattered. I mean, Georgia yeah. did it when it mattered. But uh, real quick. The, so the, when they talked about this on the Dan Patrick show, they reached out to Lane Kiffin, mm-hmm. and Lane Kiffin, oh Lane Kiffin was fucking but, laughing about wait, the whole but, thing. But you heard about his res- his response to them was great because they he said I can't be on because the SEC told me I couldn't. But <laughs> but meaning meaning I would love to be there. 
No, because he's an agitator. He's, he's, at this, he's at always this point, been he's the agitator out of all of them. But you know what's funny is like, it's it's gotten to the point where I hate Lane Kiffin a lot less. I don't hate Lane Kiffin. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, bro, I love care. this version like, of Lane Kiffin. I was going to say the, 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 the Lane Kiffin who finally accepted that, oh, I'm a troll. This is mm-hmm. what I live to do. I think he's finally accepted that he's a fucking maniac. Yes, thank you, because he's always been a little loopy, man. He always yeah. has been. Oh, man. But, but yeah, no, I really, really, really wanted him to just get more involved. Just let's throw them all in, man. Let's throw them all in. This then leads to um, uh, what well, basically Nick Saban was like, they, they've spent, I think, like $8 million on recruits, so, so, and they've been using the money illegally to that's acquire these players. He, what, what he did was he implied that what they were doing was illegal. And you know what? I'm not, mm. a, I'm not a Jimbo Fisher fan. Don't get me no, wrong. No, I'm not that. either. I'm not, but but he his reaction, I don't blame him mm-hmm. at all for for reacting and saying what he said back to Nick, which is Daryl. Let's fast forward to that. Okay, so he then says, and it's I the quote, next day, this right? Is skimming over this, this is the next oh. day. Oh, yeah. Jimbo Fisher goes to the podium. He is visibly pissed off, and he says, "Quote, um, uh, let's see, I'm trying to find his direct quote because and so, so real quick, the reason that I went straight to Jimbo is since we're talking Jimbo, let's let's just talk about the Nick Jimbo stuff. We'll talk about mm-hmm. what Nick said about Dion in a second. Mm-hmm. So then Jimbo oh, Fisher okay. says, uh, he called Nick Saban basically a narcissist, uh, called him, you know, saying that Nick Saban has this unworthy God, God complex, uh, you know, even though, they, like I said, they worked together before. Yeah. He knows okay. the man, okay? I mean, but, he, but he said, you know, that Nick Saban basically talks like this because he's always had all the advantages as a head coach all of this time because he was the one with the money. And everybody knows whether they publicly say it or not that Nick Saban has been paying players under the fucking table because all of these players, players are just popping up with new fucking vehicles, showing off fucking money bands on fucking on Instagram and shit on their IG stories and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. The, their parents were in new houses. These people were set up for life after playing in fucking Alabama. So you know what Nick Saban's been fucking doing? It's been going on in Alabama for decades. This is oh, nothing again, new. So, 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 the, so Alabama, Bear Bryant. Yep. Bear Bryant is the master of that. The guy who, who, who knew how to... He's... He knew how to how to pay players before anybody else did, mm-hmm. you know. Alabama, and, and and you know what? Oh, Bear Bryant also stepped foot in Texas A and M. Yep. So they both have ties to that. <laughs> they both these are organizations that know how to pay players. The thing is now, and this is what fucking drives Nick crazy, is that everybody can do it legally because now fucking Syracuse can have some fucking rich fucking. Uh, fucker that look owns a car USC, dealership. Look at what USC is doing. USC's roster has turned around overnight because the, because they have rich fucking alumni and people who are invested in USC. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, I own a fucking CBD business. I own a fucking weed shop. I own mm-hmm. a car dealership. I own a restaurant. Yeah. I own some shell company that I don't even fucking pay attention to. Hey, promote yeah. this and I'll give you five million dollars to come yep. in and play. And you know what? Fucking fine. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. I love it because these players bust their ass every single year. And this is not a, a five month thing. Like, or oh, they just play football for a couple. I know for a no, fact that Mercer no, is an that. educational school. These dudes practice every single fucking day. I covered college sports for, for, for my college paper. Uh, mm-hmm. It's there's no day off period. No, 
There really isn't. But here's, and, and, and we're not. I don't want to move into the whole how athletes should be treated and as or how how they should be categorized comparatively with students and if they should just if if college should just decide to how about we just have an entire minor league system make it a proper minor league system you're here to play sports we're going to pay you like you're here to play sports also let's point this out because i've seen a lot of people saying what about volleyball what about golf so do you know what do you know why golf and volleyball have stayed funded so because i'm glad you brought that up that's a big thing. Daryl, I think mm. we need to save all of this for a specific mm. thing because I have a way mm. that you, you handle that. Mm. I have a way that you handle that because you, what you have to do is you have to leave all that under the umbrella of the NCAA and separate football from all of it. No, I don't have, I, look, I don't have a problem with football and basketball funneling money into other no, programs no, no, it's because not even I a understand that. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of, of, of they're not the same beasts. So mm-hmm. I think you should, I'm not, you, you know, you can still take the money that you earn, that the, that the school earns. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't think that they should be because one of them, because some of them are very much going to be, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not well, non-professional athletes mm-hmm. and the others are very much going to be treated like, much more like semi-professional athletes there is going to be some there's it's you see this is this is this is the thing about all of it every time you find a string that you can start to untangle this web guess what you pull it a little bit there's another string attached to it and another Mm -hmm. one and so on and so forth it's such a fucking messy situation there is no right direction then you're going it with you okay is that i think a lot of people always bring up because these these sports like golf and baseball to an extent but there, there are a lot of them are starting to get those nio deals as the mlb invests okay. more in their draft process of course those guys are going to get more highlighted mm-hmm. whatever the case may be um a lot of people are like oh wow well golf and and you know volleyball and these things aren't getting the same attention in the nio market for years these is because this is what the problem is and i'm i'm gonna fucking say it and a lot of people are afraid to say it and nick wright brought it up when he was going back and forth with uh, what's that fucker that that does ESPN Greeny, when oh, they were talking yeah. about that, that piece of shit, um, they were going back and forth on Twitter about the NIL deals and saying how Nick Wright finally with a good when Nick Wright speaks on social issues, he has good takes. When it's anything yeah, else, it's yeah. the stupidest shit I've ever heard in what my you life. Mean. But yeah, he I, talks I, I about yeah, <laughs> he he talks hey, look, about he's a the. Good time. Uh, I'll say that one. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. It's great. At least he's so at least at least I don't have to think about him being a social piece of trash like Skip Bates. Oh yeah. And also I think he takes. I think he knows. So I what he's so doing Dan at this Patrick point. has has him on a lot. Mm-hmm. And the dude does know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like he really he, I know he does. He, he's he's smart, a troll. Like, he's fucking smart and he knows how to get his the the he knows how to speak to his audience and he knows mm-hmm. how to get the ones riled up who aren't part of his audience who are anti him good fucking on him man yeah i mean it works because shit i've had plenty of problems with some of the shit he said yeah but my thing with him is this he said he said that for years and this this whole thing with nick saban that pisses him off and that pisses me off 
is that for years, Nick Saban has taken advantage. And a lot of these yes. coaches, not just Nick Saban, have taken advantage of all of them of, of two in sports in basketball and football, whether people want to admit it or not, that a majority black, the most of the, the majority of the players playing these sports are black and they've mm-hmm. taken advantage of these black players. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of these white players is different. That's not for every white athlete. I am not saying that because I know some people are going to take this out of context. I'm not putting a blanket statement on it. On it. But the majority of white athletes as compared to black athletes are better situated for life post-college than black athletes are. There are a lot of black athletes that are brought to these colleges and they're not even allowed to take classes because these coaches are like, you're going to hit the field. Mm-hmm. A lot of these white athletes are not presented with that same situation. Okay. Well, because, because, and, and there's obviously there's the, the amount of race, the, where to begin with the racism in that one mm-hmm. part here, this one little section where they look at, a black athlete mm-hmm. and they see a commodity they see they big, see big money burned stupid guy that can run fast they and, look and be at strong. someone uh, they see they they look at at a black athlete they see brawn they see speed yep. they see all of that stuff but they don't see brain they don't see character they, mm-hmm. the, the character that they do see they limit it towards how can it be applied to football how can it be applied to this sport they don't they don't they don't they look at their white athlete, their white quarterback, and they say, "Well, that guy's gonna—he's gonna do something with his life afterwards." Clearly, he, he's look at the, the discussion about Kenny Pickett and and, and Malik Willis. Kenny uh, Pickett, oh, he'll be able to grasp the off- offense early, and he, but Malik Willis, oh, well, he can't grasp uh, he's, anything apparently. He's fast with and, those <laughs> tiny ass hands. Okay, <laughs> shit. I mean, just, the amount of time. No, so 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 that 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 Daryl, mm, that the amount of mm, time that we spent talking about that. Lamar Jackson. But the amount of, yeah, the amount of time that we spent talking about his hands, as opposed to like, that's, that's about as bad as it gets because he's a white athlete, a white quarterback. Also, I know we were just talking shit about Deshaun Watson, and rightfully so. But do you remember? Deshaun Watson should have been the should have been the first fucking pick in that draft. Deshaun Watson, Mitch Trubisky played in the same conference in him as yeah. him had the same common Girl. opponents and played oh, I wish, worse I than wish, him. Deshaun Watson Kaufman. won the title. I wish Kaufman was here because I have been for years railing on this because before Deshaun Watson turned out to be a piece of shit, I was his biggest fan. God, and damn. I from the beginning, Daryl, I I, I said. Why? What? When? When? Hmm, what about Mr. Trubisky? Well, so so here's the thing that I that I I kept saying to myself and to everybody else that I would talk to about this. I would ask, what is it that Mitch did that Deshaun didn't that makes him worthy of being taken before? Because he didn't win a national championship. He he he's not a better athlete. He's not a better court. He's not a winner. He played in the same conference yeah. as Deshaun but, Watson and played worse. What and yet the Bears the traded book. up to take him. Makes you think. And, and look, Deshaun fell to the, t- to the Texans. So what's, what's Kaufman's take on that then? Oh no no no! Kaufman doesn't. Have, no no no! Kaufman. Oh. What I mean is so that he could he could talk about how angry I've been about it for five years. Oh, six it's just, years, whatever. It's infuriating. Damn, infuriating. it was that was that was the moment for me because that was around the time when I was starting to like you know, become more socially aware and things of that nature. I grew up in South Georgia, and it, it was the moment when I started real. There is a severe bias because I've always wondered why. Hey, why isn't there more black quarterbacks? I always watched these black quarterbacks in college Dude. play well. 
why are there any more black quarterbacks? And seeing that was the first specific instance where I said, they think this fucker's stupid. I even say, Michael Vick, look at what he did when he came back into the NFL. When he had a coach that Andy Reid said, when I want you to be like, my quarterback, not my running back, playing when quarterback. When he wasn't treated subhuman, also. Let's be honest. Because it maybe if he, maybe if he was... Uh, Maybe he wouldn't have gone down that path that he went. Well, I'm, if there had I'm, been the right, if if if, if, if had the, the right coach. The, well, not just the right coach, but the right, and it's not limited to coach. It's the right. I don't know. Exactly, I don't, wanna, I don't I, think see, he had I don't a wanna, good. I, see, I don't want to limit it to organization, but, but because, but as an athlete, there are people that are around you that are supposed mm. to to help you. I will say this about Michael Vick and the dogfighting thing because I don't know a lot of people that think this is controversial as well. In a lot of in 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 the uh, fuck it, I'll it's say not, it. in no, the, no, in the black uncommon. community, it's not uncommon. I look, in a lot hey, of impoverished areas. I get it. I get it. That happens, and I, and I get that the optics of it, or the action of it, no, is not. No, you good. understand that it's not a good thing, but but you're also not going to say that it's not the real. Here it is. Here's how, uh, the reality of it is that it is a you. part of of rural it exists. Culture. It's and not just black culture it happens in a lot of rural like white areas a lot hey you know a what lot. we do and not and you know not all of us as you say um, mm. and, and definitely it's not a big thing it's not a widespread thing but you know hey have you Chicken ever fighting have you, dog fighting oh but 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 razors on rooster's feet yep. when they're fighting are yep. you kidding me yep. like uh, you know the, the look again I, i'm not my thing about Michael Vick is he's he has paid for his crime and and I am a person who does believe in second chances depending on the crime and yes it was a horrible horrible thing I love my dogs I love animals Definitely. I value I value life life is a very precious thing mm-hmm. but I also understand that Michael Vick has a lot of life left and he's gonna why demonize and 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 ostracize and make him when instead what you can do is you can have you can like andy reed did you can help him and i know yes there is a means to an end for andy reed as well because he gets a good athlete a good player whatever but Mm -hmm. i mean it didn't get him a super bowl didn't get him anything else Uh, but why not rehabilitate him help him see the error of his ways help him Help him turn his story into a pop. Help him become a productive part of society, as opposed to mm-hmm. let's continue to push him away, not talk about this, the the thing, and then just you know hope for the best. It, it, either way, it's man, what a treat just, your athletes yeah. better, Jesus. That's what it comes down to. Just treat athlete, treat don't treat them like and treat black athletes the same. It's, it's the all discussion the around Lamar Jackson to this day, but especially around draft time, was some of the nastiest shit I've ever seen in my life. Daryl, just when you see discrete, uh, the comparisons from players to players, and you realize, oh well, of course they're they're going to compare this guy to that guy, that specific guy in mm-hmm. terms of whenever they come up with a white receiver, it's always Wes Welker. Never has a black. Yeah. Pl- I don't think I've ever. Well, okay, I don't know if I'd want to be compared to Wes Welker. No, he was good at no. his job. He was good at his job. Oh, outside of the Super Bowl, yeah. I mean, I mean, he was. I mean, for the most part, he was good at his job. Uh, yeah. But 
but you know what I mean. It's like mm. they, uh, black can only ever be compared to other black players or white players mm. can only ever be compared to like, it's, it's ridiculous. Prime example of that. I've never heard anybody compare Josh Allen to Randall Cunningham. And I feel like that's such a, a warm moon. And I feel like that's such because a good comparison. Because I look at Josh Allen and I see his body mm. and how he's built and the things he can do. And you're like, well, that Warren Moon could do that. Mm. But it's it never, like, never gets a comparison. No, no. Never. No. Well, you. how can you, you, you mean, <laughs> they don't compare what, what, Lamar to anyone but, other because me, it's rare. Michael know, Vick. My, my, I was going to say other than Michael Vick. But then but again. Deshaun the Watson. Way? Who is he always compared to? Who is he always compared to? Michael Vick. Right. And they don't play anything alike. No, they don't. He he plays more like. Who does he play more like? I think he's com- he's closer to. He's closer to Elway than he is. He's a reminds more me of Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's, he's. I was about to say he's. He's. he's well, I, I've always looked at Aaron Rodgers as a more athletic John Elway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Deshaun Watson is probably that. He's he's like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Deshaun Watson is like. Alex Smith mixed with Aaron Rodgers, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Since the Alex was very athletic before he snapped his fucking leg in half. Yeah. Thank you, Washington. Yes. Um, But he has the 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 arm talent of an Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, but but that's not a comparison you ever hear. No. You know, you'll never get that fucking comparison for him. Malik Willis is going to be compared to Lamar Jackson. Cam Newton. Lamar Jackson. This this is this is comparison. That's all I've heard. Cam Newton, Cam Newton. And it's I'm funny not, and I'm not that, saying wait, that these quarterbacks get, can't be compared. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's lazy because that's always the cop out. Any black other, quarterback is always, and if they don't fit that mold, they don't get a fucking chance. Mm-hmm. Nine mm-hmm. times out of ten. What's a miracle? Cam did, but no, no, it's not a miracle. Cam was just so physically, you know, yeah. gifted that they couldn't. He couldn't. To be, be fair, denied. Cam did get a lot of Big Ben comparisons at the time so i have to be a little bit fair about okay. that one okay. but i feel uh, like that one was so I deniable totally undeniable what no cam newton got a lot of michael vick shit because i, I think say, a lot of people i was gonna say they didn't, they didn't like try comparing him to michael vick because uh, i heard a lot, a lot of ben roethlisberger because of I the size he de- but i didn't hear michael not- vick because he ran a lot which is the two different we'll, players, okay, or whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll put that one out there, and we'll leave that mm-hmm. one as a, an exception because I guess maybe they really, maybe just Cam didn't have a comparison. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely. I one was of like, one. dude's unique. Like he's <laughs> one of one. Like he really is. You know uh, what? Since since we're off topic also, already, also, you think Cam Newton is a Hall of Famer? About, uh, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get back to that, but I have to ask mm-hmm. you this: how how come they don't compare like a Deshaun, uh, 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 not Deshaun, but some of these more athletic, more running style quarterbacks, nobody ever brings up Steve Young. No. Uh, Have you ever thought about that? Think about it, though. How, but how often of a comparison does anybody get to Steve Young? Granted, because that dude is very much a prototype for what you see now. Yeah. Like, I think Johnny Manziel got the Steve Young tag and then that flamed out quick. Of course, because he's white. White and cocky, and then I kind of flamed out because. But 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 I, I've always wondered like because he is a more athletic. He's very much of the type of quarterbacks you see now. Like mm-hmm. Steve Young would thrive in this NFL. Oh fuck you! Like him and Roger Staubach, who uh, were just way more athletic than anybody had a, any white guy had a right to be in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but well, I mean, you know what they look like in the seventies. Yeah, 
But, but that was everybody. Everybody looked like. I mean, they were smoking cigarettes on the fucking sideline. So, yes, I mean, were. there you go with that. That's the, remember when Big Show would smoke cigarettes coming to the ring? I feel like I'm going to do that every week to you, Daryl. I'm going to ask <laughs> you, remember when Big Show did this? Because I know a lot about the Big Show. God damn it. Um, but yeah, no, since we're talking about Cam and. and I'll t- This is the way that I put it because Kaufman and I talked about this. Oh, months ago, probably when Cam came back. And the way I saw it is that this last Cam coming back this last time was probably the last chance he's going to get to oh, make no. himself a Hall of Famer. Carol, it, it, no, no. What I mean is like over. in terms of in terms of, of play, like mm. on the field, that's the, the he's not a Hall of Famer, but not because. He, he's not a Hall of Famer, but it's close, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. And and this is literally, you know me, this is not because he's a black quarterback, obviously. It's a matter mm-hmm. of, I don't know if the resume as a whole gets mm-hmm. him above being the Hall of Very Good. Uh, and that's that's what pisses me off about his time in Carolina. They did not I feel get like them in the offensive line at any point because wasted. they thought... Cam is 6'5", 250. He can just bowl also, over I people. Wonder, I, I also have this thing. If, you know, it's so much easier to just continue to just to just say and let it be a thing that Cam is not a good passer instead mm-hmm. of actively trying to fix it. But my thing is, before the shoulder like injuries, Cam was to. good. Yeah, no, no, you know, absolutely. The problem is, That's he never had an offensive thing. line. He never, no. had, he never had the protection. And, and the refs treated him differently, too. Oh, the definitely. Refs, the, the refs would not call shit on him. Because, oh, the concussions. Yeah, oh, well, no, but no, just in general, yeah. the, the the way he would get hit was different from other quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't get that same treatment because he was bigger. He was more imposing. He was often he would be the one initiating contact. Mm-hmm. So he would. He, I mean, if you go back and you look, you know, he very much felt like he was ref differently. It very much felt like he was. But but part of that is because you're looking at it, you're looking at the guy and you're thinking, what is that running back doing running the offense? Like what is what, I mean, what is that linebacker doing? He's a fucking tight end at quarterback. There you go. What is the tight what is the tight end doing lining up at quarterback? Is this some new offense thing that they're doing? That's what that's what it looked like. It is so crazy going back and watching the shit at Auburn and just he, he that was is, a grown man playing with little fucking boys on the was, field, bro. It, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> but it's it's I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but I think if he had had maybe one or two more really good years, he would have he would be a lock. You know what I hate the most for Cam? He's only thirty two. I know, but he's deteriorated. His game yeah, has deteriorated so much. He's and done. so fast. I ho- so I hope that I hope that Jameis can have a career resurgence really, in New Orleans. Look, I hate New Orleans. So my one core, you know, but, I'm, I'm Jameis train man. I, I saw what James did during those year, those couple of months where he played, and I'm just like, just give this dude a good receiving core. You know, you know, what, you know what? You know what kind of disappoints me though. What? I really think it would have been good for him to have had to have to have still had Sean Payton. Say what you will about Sean. Oh Payton, no, fucking doubt. But Sean. Oh Payton no, is, doubt. Is, is, is Sean Payton would have been the guy. I mean, granted, hey, I don't know. Maybe the guy stepping in has enough. Look, of, look, of look what Sean happened Payton. last year. Yeah. Eleven yeah. and, and seven games at eleven hundred yards, fourteen touchdowns, Man, and three picks. Daryl, it is a it is a miracle that Sean Payton had the Saints in contention to be yep. in the playoffs at all. 
If Jameis had them at five and two as a starting quarterback with no number one receiver, that team could have could have contended for the. They could have won the South. They could have won yep. the South. Even mm. even with Tom Brady, no, no. Even with Tom Brady being there, they could have won the South because Tom Brady was not the reason that the Buccaneers were struggling at the end of that season. That was a that name a name. Who was he throwing to it by the end of the season? <laughs> Mike that's, Evans and half a grunt. My, half a grunt. God, that's yeah. a good one. But 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 you get my point. Like that that division was much more winnable this year than it was last. Mm-hmm. Or, or the this previous year as opposed to when they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So and even when they won the Super Bowl, didn't they go like eleven and five? Like they the, uh, they Bucks? also yeah they also barely made it there or almost See. didn't you know look up do Tom much. Brady real quick. They ended up. I think they went eleven the, and five. Yeah, they went eleven and five. Why yeah. the fucker had to come out of retirement, man? Fuck. Uh, I'm sick of him. I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I get it. it. I get it. And, and, God. He's, and he's in the and he's like he's just right smack dab in the middle of the God. south there with y'all. Just go away. Places. Ugh. He's but, another one where his fan base just ugh. by the way, you have you do have to make it clear. His fan base, not the Patriots fan base. That's no. a separate fan base. I'll hate they them. I hate too. them even more than his. I was, gonna say, I was gonna say they're worse than Tom's, but I can manage and deal with Tom's. I cannot deal with Patriot fans. I can't deal with it's either like, of them. See, see Daryl, and I know you don't like Cowboys fans, and you shouldn't, because uh, mm. I don't either, and I am a Cowboys fan. Uh, <laughs> but I will say this: I we have to be we have to be the either the worst or not as bad as the, as the Patriots for the same reason because we're not winners. I think it makes so, uh, my question so is: what's, is that so are you more annoyed at the idea of a of, of a fan base being so incredibly into their team and themselves and thinking that their team is great even though they haven't been since 1995, mm-hmm. or are you more annoyed by the team that oh I can't say anything because y'all just keep fucking winning? Damn, I didn't think about that one. It's hard, right? I mean, is it the is it the unworthy ones who are just so fucking annoying because they think they're great, or is it the ones who are just like, yeah, I can't, I can't fucking say shit. You know what I gotta give credit to to Cowboys fans for? You don't fucking stop. Is that you don't stop? That's it. You're persistent. You don't give up. With with Patriots fans, they're so fucking spoiled, and they're so they're so like, oh, oh, Bill Belichick hasn't won a championship without a. Without a without a, a top quarterback, because I'm sorry, Mac Jones is not that guy. And I don't know no. fuck what anybody says. Oh, no, look, Bill Belichick's washed up. Like y'all he just lost y'all know the he, fucking Hall of Famer. Of course, he's gonna fucking also, struggle. Not, not just that. And then he made the playoffs with Mac Jones. Mac Jones had a game where he threw for 57 yards. Did y'all forget that happened? Also, also, Bro, also those last couple of weeks of the season, Mac Jones was fucking terrible. You're gonna you're gonna tell me that that Bill Belichick is washed up when the guy came into a game with the game plan of being run the ball. God don't, don't fucking pass it. That that's the kind of guy. Look, <sighs> I don't care what people say. I will always respect Bill Belichick. I hate the man, but I respect him. His co- as a coach, just that. I've never seen, I've never seen another coach, literally. That Daryl, they can have. Bill Belichick could get you a different version of the Patriots each quarter for a game. Yeah, 
That's how cr- I've never ever <laughs> fucking seen that. Any I've never seen anyone do that. Oh, it's it's just it's impressive. It's impressive. It's impressive. So Anthony, I think real we, quick, something I'm tripping. Happened. Is your cat like walking around in the background? Because I hear like something jingling in my ear, and I don't know what it is. Yes. Okay. Is. I was about, okay. He's like right back. Yeah. No, he's trying uh. to get out of the room. But uh, <laughs> I think that that might be a sign that I need to go down and start cooking. Gotcha. So I think we'll call it here. That's all right. This is a good show. I think we covered everything we wanted to cover. Yeah, I didn't realize we've been on this long. Extra. I, got oh, I, I noticed too, and I was like, I, I looked at the time, and I'm like, wait, we started at like six thirty. Yeah, it's been an hour already. Right? Not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, I guess that's this has been the Beards and Balls podcast. I don't know how to dismount. This I has like been we're just talking. Interesting. Yeah, point. I don't even know. I forgot where we even fucking started at. I'm yeah, gonna be honest I, with I, you. I, um, same here, because I think at the end we kind of <laughs> covered everything and just decided to talk about the NFL. Hey, hey, look, any any longer, and I would have brought up Jake DeLome at some point. Don't, don't get me started about that that mid tier of like oh, borderline oh, elite quarterbacks from the mid two from the early mid two thousands. Don't get me in started. In my on that. mind, in my mind, Jake DeLome has been and Jake still Plummer? is. No, that Jake DeLome has and oh. still is the quarterback of the Panthers in my head. Oh yeah, like I know Cam Le- Cam's been there and anything, but Jake, Jake DeLome hung out there. He was still on the <laughs> roster. <laughs> But we're talking about like that Jake DeLone, Jake Plummer, Mark Bolger. You know what? Mark Bolger. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're going to do Trent that one another time. <laughs> you know, okay. When we get my buddy Pack on here, he's mm. he's good for this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. The the, the talking about the weird fucking players mm. that, that, that somehow you're like, hey, I remember that guy. Kyle Orton, who stuck around forever. Uh, Kyle Orton was fucking. Kyle Orton went to more playoff games than Jay Cutler. Yeah, you know, and, or one, maybe mm, one, one. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm, I know. All right, Joe. Or well, they can find me at Bornerun underscore nineteen on Twitter. Where can they find you? Reuse one J on Twitter. The Coach's Challenge on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs>